Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews and welcome to March, where we explore the wonderful cinema of black exploitation. And we are starting the month off with a return to Rudy Ray Moore and his follow up to Dolomite, The Human Tornado. That's it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> that was a good review. Um, um, yeah. You go ahead and start if you want. I, All right. I got. I... <laughs> Back when we uh, did Dolomite, I really enjoyed Dolomite. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. You could see that um, here's somebody with a lot of heart. And some of that transfers over for his sophomore effort here. Um, yeah. He went into the human tornado to make it a comedy. Um, and it's, it's really funny in the beginning of the movie, all the dialogue is him rapping, basically everything yeah, yeah. rhymed and stuff. Yeah, it's a standup routine. Yeah, it, it was, it was, um, man, he had a short script for this and tons of filler, <laughs> tons of filler. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one isn't good. The, the actor, crap. I had his name right in my head right until I started to say it. Nope. He, uh, from Ghostbusters, Ernie Hudson is in this. I thought, was he the cop? It's Ernie Hudson. One of the main guys that he hangs out with, the, the bald guy that was in the turtleneck. That was Ernie Hudson? That was Ernie Hudson. I'll be damned. And the funny thing is, um, for anybody who hasn't seen The Human Tornado, it's... It's okay. I mean, I I don't know if that I'm ever going to watch it like anytime soon. No. But I'm a I'm a straight white guy, and I like boobs as much as the next straight white guy. But holy cow, man! At least if you're going to show a woman's breast in the movie, try to make it seem like it's part of the story. I don't know, but there is just boobs. Hence the name <laughs> exploitation. Yeah. Yes, I know that. I know. I realize it's that. very gratuitous. Very. <laughs> it's just so overly done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, I get it. Women with big bottoms and breasts bouncing, but Jesus, man. I think it's. <laughs> Even I, think I was looking at it, just looking around, like, am I? I'm missing something, man. <laughs> yeah, um, that was overdone. Yeah, you think it was overdone? <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there was there was no point in it, um, and that's I mean, I guess fine. Um, we're not we're not sitting here reviewing classic cinema, um, so not at all. <laughs> this is not on the Criterion Collection at all. So, oh boy, it should be. Yeah, um, <laughs> the uh, the sheriff. Oh my uh, God! Talk about a stereotype. Oh, oh my God! This, oh. The, they started out really strong with their with their white trash stereotypes. I did you see where they were? Did you see where they were located? I don't know where were they supposed to Citronelle, be? Citronel, Alabama. That's Mobile. Oh no shit! Yeah, they're over well, near was, Mobile. I think he was born. Uh, he was born in Alabama, wasn't he? So maybe he was from that area. But what do you what do you think about where he was supposed to be? I didn't realize that's where they were supposed to be at. I'm sorry. Yeah, there was a little um, wonderfully done sign on the sheriff's wall or something or on oh, the door. Okay. It was almost as good as the cardboard stars that were taped to the cop cars. 
that with the corners peeling off. And those people, those 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 white trash people that pulled up and saw the party going on. For no oh, apparent reason. Oh my now, God. You can't tell me, let's say if, if if this were reality, now if this was reality, that everybody in that town wouldn't have known this really rich black guy owned a mansion up on the hill. Yeah. Everybody would have known. Everybody would have known that. And if that he was allowed fit. to move in at, to that point, everybody would have been leaving him alone because he yeah. had money. That's yeah. just my guess because money talks and suckers a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so this work starts to fall apart for me. Yeah. Within the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. That was, yeah. Um, but the, the whole, just, just the, the stereotype white trash was, now I've met white trash and you've met white trash. We've all met white trash. And look where we live. Look, exactly. You're going to meet it. But you just look around and you, you stay away from it. You know, come on. <laughs> and I like, finally, whenever uh, the sheriff is thrown around the N-word at the, uh, at the captain at the yeah. The captain don't have any finally here. grabs him and says, we don't have any of them here. We have fine, damn fine detectives. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and I was fuck like, finally, somebody told the kid to go fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it took them long enough for that guy to finally stand up and tell him that. You know, oh, it did. Like, really? Come on. This is one of your best detectives. And he's, you know, he's sitting there using the N-word left and right on him. You're not going to let that happen. Okay. Especially some Let, let's go to the, the police captain. Yeah, the, the police captain is a missed opportunity where at one point, I think they were writing him to be involved somehow. Yeah, I think so, too. And I then they just what, didn't do it. As, there's I a lot of setups that go much. nowhere. What's that? I think they just like the character too much. Like, ah, that's too. Yeah. Well, let's, they, make him, well, let's keep him a good guy. Yeah, they did. But it's like you didn't go back and fix all this shit that was leading right. to it. It's like, what the? But this is. This is Rudy doing what Rudy does. Um, he made which a movie. Which wasn't horrible. I mean, I've seen worse. Yes. Day, we've both seen, yes, seen we've worse. seen worse. But uh, the thing that killed me was the the, the the loose end with that with that sheriff. Yeah. I was waiting for Rudy to roll around and shoot him. Yeah. I, why he didn't, he, I don't he know. He just starts laughing. Ha ha, that dumb son of a bitch. I got a bulletproof vest on. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. You... Now what? It, are you going to make me watch a third movie? <laughs> you son yes. of a bitch. <laughs> Will you go kill this guy? <laughs> no, he's probably just going to be gone. And it's this is almost the same setup. Queen Bee in the club and the yep. girls and the muscle moving in and taking taking the club and the, the women. Okay, dude. Let's kidnap two girls and take them to... <laughs> This crazy old witch. <laughs> this crazy old white woman who likes to torture people. What? And have guards all over the freaking place. That guards all over the place. They showed up. Testicle eating rats. Uh, that was a good scene. How would you that like was a, that's That guy deserved it. Yes, he did. <laughs> Sorry. That guy deserved to have those rats eat his nuts. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but that just comes right back to something something that I heard so many times in there from Rudy or Dolomite. Mm -hmm. You rat soup eating motherfucker. <laughs> you dumb son bitching mother. Oh my god, when he raps and he says he's gonna go kill that guy, I was just dying. 
I don't even remember the rap, but he goes, he does a rap right yeah. before they go to kill this guy. And I'm like, okay, that's actually yeah. a pretty good one. I like that. That was pretty good. Yeah, um, dude, it opened up on like a stand up from him and he was just ripping people apart. Mercy. And oh yeah, my I would God. Not be in the front row at one of his goddamn. Oh, holy no. crap. He was they, mean. <laughs> and they talk shit about D- Dice Clay. Yeah. You know, he talked to people. Fuck, Rudy Ray Moore made Dice Clay look like a. Spoiler. Oh my God. What an <laughs> asshole. It was great. <laughs> it was wonderful. Yeah. I'd like to be sitting in the back row watching that. I don't yeah, don't sit at the front. Uh uh. Not taking me or my old lady to go see him. No. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, that whole thing. And that was confusing to me for a minute because they're showing him do a stand up. And I'm like, okay, this is him doing a stand up. And this must be his club, I'm assuming. Right. And then all of a sudden they cut to another scene and he's in a completely different outfit, outfit still doing stand up. They cut to another scene. He's in a different outfit. Looks like the same club. Yeah. But doing, and I'm like, they should have at least had him wearing the same thing the whole time. I, I don't know. Um, that That's what I thought. And it's all little things that bother me about this movie. Um, the breasts weren't little. The breasts were enormous on every one of these women. I don't think he got any woman that wasn't corn fed to come in and place and show her boobs. Yeah, it was. But how, did, how, do you, how do you beat around the bush to that? Like, like Whenever you're making a movie back then, I mean, he must have known every one of these people still. These must have still all been his friends. He's like, uh, we need breasts. Who's willing to show your breasts on camera? And they must have all been like your buddy going, hey, yeah, I'll do it. Oh, yeah. Whatever. He's going to be in a movie. Ass. He was showing his ass. So I guess. You know. <laughs> yeah. And that stunt where he goes down that hill. Dude. That's him. Dude, that's fucking him. Yeah. That wasn't a stunt, man. Yeah, they froze it when he was diving over the bushes. And it's like, yeah. my God. That is a hell of a stunt. Because he rolls all the way down that hill through that ice. Naked. Naked. And I'm like, he got back up and ran to the car. And I'm just thinking now, wow, how many takes was that? I, I'm just curious. Hopefully one. Just did in one take. Like, I he bet got they did one. The first take and said, I ain't doing that again. <laughs> That's a hell of a How about roll. the guy's car they stole? What's what kind of ammunition he was using in that shotgun? Yeah, he shoots and the car just explodes. Oh, yeah, (laughs) like come on, man, the hell you got in that thing? (laughs) Did they have a grenade launcher? They must have, they must have. (laughs) But God bless Rudy Ray Moore, man. He makes he went out to make a movie and he made a damn movie and he didn't give a crap. No, you know, God bless him. Um, and I guess he's got he's he did seven altogether. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, seven. he made his money so he can make more. There was a lot of technical issues. Um, yeah. Speeding up a car chase looks like you just sped up a car chase. Speeding, speeding up, up fight fights. Team. Oh, it was it so bad. It never worked. If, but, if they would have done it like one or two frames speed up i think it may have worked a little bit better in the fight scene but they sped it up way too much it was way too fast but it takes you out of the fun it does it took took you out of the fight because it wasn't well choreographed so they went slow and said i will just speed it up there's ways to do that now um Mm -hmm. fight scenes that i've i've been in we shoot them very slow but when Mm -hmm. they're sped up they're sped up to normal speed yeah Um, and it looks fine it looks like you're really 
it really looks real um, at that point. So it's a little safer. Uh, but the thing that got me is he all this kung fu with his hands and the <laughs> and all the weird noises that were coming out of nowhere. It's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Yeah, actually, I found that kind of funny. Oh. I found it very annoying. Like, what the, like you just said, like, what the hell is that supposed to be? What is going on? And it, it's like, am I hearing this right? And it's like, oh, yeah, he's just throwing in noises and stuff. Yeah. And he just keeps doing this. In in the uh, in the Hulu, I think it's on Hulu special that I watched that he was talking about. They did like the little interview with him. He talks about that. He's like, well, I didn't, I couldn't learn Kung Fu. He just, I guess it just wasn't in him to figure out how to, how to do any of it. He goes, so I just made shit up and they let me, <laughs> you know, nobody, he goes, I didn't know what else to do because I had to try and make it funny because I'm not a fighter. <laughs> He's like, look at me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which was one of the movies that we're doing this month is I'm going to get you sucker. And there's a scene in there where two guys are like, I don't know karate. I don't either. You want to just fake it? Yeah. <laughs> i can hardly wait to see that i haven't seen that movie in geez yeah. probably since it came out yeah i think movies to see that i think it's going that's going to reflect well on what we've watched mm -hmm. since it's uh spoofing all of these movies which are already a spoof upon themselves <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah there there are two movies that uh i remember going to see at the pandora with my friends uh that are on i think hulu not hulu on amazon i think fine um, penitentiary and penitentiary two. I don't know if you've ever seen those. Well, when I finished when I finished Human Tornado on Tubi this morning, penitentiary showed is coming up next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's I remember going to see those at the movies. Let me put it that way at uh, at the Pandora and Taylor, and that was yeah. Those were good movies. Those were like good stoner movies to go see. And this just this guy just beats the shit out of everybody. He doesn't I'm want good with that. And he's in prison, and they make him go they forced him to become a boxer and right and he gets out of prison and he's still got to go by it's just i just vaguely remember but i remember really liking the guy that that they had in the movie because he's really just he's just a cool cat you know yeah he's trying not to get into trouble and he wound up having a box i think he winds up killing one of the guys in in the ring you know just typical black exploitation movie it was really good though it was, it's it's not a rudy ray Mortimer movie. <laughs> You know, and here's the thing. Uh, we did, when we did Dolomite, we gave Rudy a huge pass. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm still giving him a pass because he still oh, yeah. did. He still did. Um, he made a movie. He did mm -hmm. what he wanted to do. Um, yeah. But this is not as good as Dolomite. No, no, no. And I think it's because maybe he was trying too hard. Yeah. Um. And I understand that because you you want to you want to make a better product than you did last time, and I think maybe what his I don't want to call it a problem with Dolomite. I think he went in with a serious attitude with trying to make a uh, a serious um, black exploitation movie. He wanted he wanted to be a serious movie. It just didn't turn out to be serious. So he looked around and went, okay. I can't do serious, obviously. So let me do comedy. Yeah. And he did what he knows to do: boobs, ass, and swearing. You know, yeah, which worked to an extent. But I think that just I just wish he had the the guy that was playing the detective again. 
that because that's the writer I think still in this movie. If he would have just sat down and let him write a story like an actual, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, the beginning, middle, and end. And the sad thing is, I could still follow the story for as fucked up as it was. Right. I could still follow it. I still knew what was going on. I just wished all the the ends would have been tied up. Yeah. The guy getting his nuts nutsack ripped off by the rats was brilliant. I was like, yeah, that was yeah, great. You deserve that, you scumbag piece of shit. Yeah. No problem. That that's that's justice served. The sheriff getting away was not justice served. That no, was, that one's that was weird. I don't know how and he, the the sheriff, that. the white trash. I'm fine with making fun of those people. Yeah. Absolutely. But man, yeah. they were over the top. Oh my lord. It was like I, I've met some real white trash. I mean, like you said, look 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 at the area. Yeah, <laughs> but my God, <laughs> to to just—I <laughs> don't even know how to put it into words. No, no, just no. Nobody gets away with it. I don't know that anybody would have got away with that shit back in the seventies. No, you know, in that in that area. No, I don't know. Um, maybe especially in LA, that wasn't going to happen. Area than I do, <laughs> like, yeah. like like you said, it's outside of Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to get in the car and drive over there and look around. <laughs> I'm gonna drive around and I'll report back and go, yep, that's yeah, still like that. <laughs> I Not think I quite. saw that sheriff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh yeah. it was messed up. It was um I think I think you I think you hit it on there. Um the first movie he tried to make a serious movie and it worked because it was funny unintentionally. It was genuine. Yes. It was a genuine attempt to, to be serious that failed miserably. <laughs> and you could see that. Here um, was a genuine attempt to be funny, and I think it failed. And I think it failed maybe because of the writer not knowing. Because if I remember correctly in the interviews that I saw, that guy wasn't, that guy thought he was a fine actor. That guy did, didn't. This, this isn't what he had planned to do. He was a teacher. He was an instructor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and in the Eddie Murphy movie, I think he was all he, he taught at UCLA, didn't he? I don't recall. I forgot where the guy taught. I want to say he taught acting, and and he was like a he was a more fine actor. Right. You know? That's he considered himself a yeah. fine actor. So for him to go from, let's say Shakespeare level, even in, even if it's in his head, Shakespeare level to Three Stooges. There's very few guys that can yeah. do that and do that well. So for him to go, okay, I'll write you this comedy and have Rudy Ray Moore like throwing stuff in, this guy's, I'm assuming, knows some stuff is funny and other stuff he's just got to take everybody's word for it. You yeah. know? Like, I don't see the humor in this. Like, Lucille Ball had no sense of humor. <laughs> she, had, she had no concept of what was funny. She had to count on Desi Arnaz and people around her to say, no, trust us, this is funny. She's a great actress. She she could pull it off, but she she didn't know like reading a script why something was funny. They would say, "Just go with it. You're, you're fine. You're, yeah, do it." And that's I think what this guy's problem was whenever he was writing it. He didn't know <laughs> what's funny. <laughs> well, and that's it. If if he'd have written a serious script and let let it go, yeah, you would have got a probably a a better sequel to Dolomite. I guess maybe that's what I'm trying to say. I think you you just worded it a lot better than I did. <laughs> if, if they would have just let him write a script, yeah, 
and then just went and shot it, it would have been fine. It, it would have had the funny. Without. It would have had the humor. It would have done. It mm-hmm. was it was a setup to show his stand up. Um, mm-hmm. But you could tell that they had to fill it to get it to that 90 minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of filling. There's a lot of boobs. I mean, holy cow. Like yeah. I said, I'm, I, you know, I like boobs, I guess, as much as the next straight guy. But holy cow. For, let's say this movie was 90 minutes. I'm not even sure how long this movie was. But it sure seemed like 85 of those minutes had boobs in it. Probably. You know, and it's like, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> you you want to show boobs. <laughs> Where's the rest of the story, man? And it's the same problem I had with any other movie that does that sort of thing. It's yeah. like, uh, where's the rest of the story? You you started out okay. You started out going somewhere, yeah. but now you're not. Now you stopped telling me a story and are just doing something gratuitous for whatever. It's almost like it was made up on the spot. Yeah. 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 Like, oh shit, we need something to fill here. Boobs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? The the one funny scene that I thought was funny was when he goes, he's being the book salesman or something. And he's showing no, no, it's art. He's showing Is her those black velvet paintings and the oh, yeah. right there on the on the scene. And she starts fantasizing. And they show her on the big big blocks, the letter blocks. What the hell is in bed? And the, oh, that was that was so freaking bizarre, but it ended but so the, funny. The funniest scene was the black guy. That I mean, all these guys, black guys are just ripped. And the one black guy's getting out of the out of the toy box. And he looks at the camera and he does like a little pose and it's just, he totally breaks the fourth wall. And I just started cracking up at that moment. Like that to me was just hysterical. That was just one of the funniest moments in that movie because it was, you weren't expecting it at all. You just, it was not an expected moment. It was like a natural joke. That and the whole apartment falling apart with the ceiling coming down, the chandeliers on fire. You're in Pasadena. You're in Pasadena. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid, but it was funny. (laughs) Yeah. I laughed. I laughed. You can't can't help it. But again, I think he tried too hard on this one, and I can hardly wait to see the next one. Yeah. PD Leadstraw. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I would recommend watching the movie if you're a Rudy Ray Moore fan, just because it's it's funny. It's got its moments. It has its moments. That stunt with him jumping. In the beginning of the movie, down that hill, that hill's like at a forty-five degree angle. Easy. Yeah, that was a hell of a hill. hill. That that a stuntman would probably look at that and go, "That's going to be a tough jump. That's going to be a tough roll." Rudy said, "Fuck it." Rudy, Rudy, naked as a jaybird, jumping over that freaking cliff and just rolling down that ivy, and then butt sliding down to the car naked. Holy cow! I would even look at that and go. You got a stunt man? Do you have a stunt Yeah, exactly. Man? <laughs> Can we afford a stunt We're not going to have him. We're going to creatively shoot this. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do something completely different where I don't have to roll down this ivy naked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that's pretty much my thoughts as well. Um, watch mm-hmm. it if you're a Rudy Ray Moore fan. It's not as good as Dolomite. Um, no. It's, I still give Rudy Ray Moore a lot of credit for doing what he loved to do. Mm-hmm. And um, it shows. It shows. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just not. We've seen worse. Yeah, and that's a very low that. bar. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, 
the Star Wars holiday special set the bar on the fucking floor. So if you can get over that, you're pretty you're not good. too bad. <laughs> we'll watch it. You're not horrible. You're not horrible. You're not great. I I won't watch it again, but it was yeah. Like I'll watch Dolomite again. Yes. Because I think it's a good movie. Oh, there's um, so much good in Dolomite. I, I don't know that I'll watch this movie again, but it, it was enjoyable to an extent. Yeah. I see what they were trying to do, and I think that's why I I'm holding them to a little bit higher uh, a little bit higher esteem, I guess, than I yeah. should, or maybe um, maybe I shouldn't. But it seems like they were trying to accomplish something and they didn't really know how to, you know. Um, and that's like you said, I think if they would have just let the guy write the story and then went and shot it, I think it they would have got the same thing. Yeah, I, I think they would have gotten the same thing and probably funnier right? because you would have had a serious, a more serious script shot by Rudy Ray Moore yeah. and his team. And I think that would have worked better. Yeah. And it doesn't help that Rudy can't act for shit. <laughs> no, he can't. And he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't, and nobody cares around him because they're all having. You can see them having. Fun. Yes, I mean, you, you can absolutely see can. Fun coming out in this movie, and that's what helps it a lot too, yeah. for me. Um, the fact that Ernie Hudson in the movie, Ernie Hudson plays like one of Rudy Ray Moore's sidekick buddies, and they're all hanging out. And at the very end, the guy, the one other guy, gets shot, and Ernie Hudson's holding him. He goes, "He's my brother," and I'm like. You motherfuckers have never mentioned this guy being your brother. I know, all of a sudden. And if they did, I totally missed it. Because no. I thought they were just friends hanging out. And this guy's like, this is my brother, he's my brother. And I'm like, when When did you mention that? <laughs> when was this ever set up to be your brother? They were all brothers. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I'm missing something here. One big family, I don't know. <laughs> I still love the shotgun blast of the car and it just explodes. Yeah. Yeah, that's early on. The flaming gay hit uh, guy they robbed the car from was fun. I kept expecting him to come back. I that know, was a right? perfect setup. I'm like waiting for him to come back and save everybody. That would have been funny. That's what I was expecting. I was expecting like everybody to be held up and blah blah blah, and this gay guy just come in and shoot everybody, or the gay guy come in and you know do something to save the day and go. Well, I owed you one for bringing me out to California. That motherfucker had a lot of fun in that role. Oh, oh my God! Did he throw oh, himself yeah. into it? You could see it. You could, yeah. He, what's funny is he's he's a gay gay white guy surrounded by all these big buff black guys. And he oh, he was like, in heaven. Oh, this is the best <laughs> moment of my life. <laughs> and this is all the black guys. I'm not kidnapped. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit! We just kidnapped the gay white guy. He was happy away. to be kidnapped. So going from Alabama all the way to California with this gay yeah. guy. And these are all buff, straight, black guys with this little skinny white guy. <laughs> and he's just, he's not even mad that he's been kidnapped. <laughs> We're going to California? Great. <laughs> wow. They're going to have, what do you say to him whenever they say, well, here's your car and I hear some money, you know, thanks for loaning us your car. He goes, well, they're going to have to kidnap me and drag me back home because I'm not going anywhere. No, as soon as he saw somebody <laughs> skipping down the street. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that was funny. But like I said, I just kept expecting him to show up again. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get again, it. Again, another loose tie or another un untidied 
ending that, okay, well, why did you even show this guy if you weren't going to use? That's another gun on the mantle that they could have used. It is. It is. They they set it up for um, humor at the beginning, mm-hmm. but they spent enough time on that character. That's a loose end. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was too much time spent on the throwaway character. Yeah. If they were just going to do that, they should have just never had him in the damn car. And the next thing you know, they're out in L.A. Right. They should have just stole the car at that point. Yeah. If you're not going to reuse that guy, just steal the car and go. Yeah, because a little bit of comic relief and then nothing. But that and that's I think that's what happened with a lot of a lot of uh, threads. They you pull on them, the whole damn thing unravels because it's right, right. Um, like with the police captain was obvious they were setting him up to be involved somehow, and they yeah, decided yeah, not yeah. to he go was that way. And be the bad guy. And it's like that, that's what makes me think a lot of stuff was done right on the spot, um, mm-hmm. and the decisions made. Uh, I'm still confused about the crazy torturing witch and the old psycho house. That yeah, was what happened to her because there was another one. They left. They she was last I saw her, she was tied up in the corner <laughs> as they were saving the two women that were stripped down to their underwear. And now, why would you not grab that hand grenade first before you tried to untie that girl, dude? I was screaming at the damn TV. <laughs> it's like she's got a live grenade, grab that, put the pin in it, or just hold yeah. on to it, get it out of there. But no, I'm going to throw it in a 10-foot basement to the corner and we'll all be fine. And they were. That was a weak-ass grenade. <laughs> He's sitting there cutting her vines. And they're like, why in the hell are you doing that? Grab that hand grenade that's between her legs. It's going to come out. Sure enough, it comes out. He just picks it up and throws it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, Rudy. I have a feeling a lot of know how hand grenades work. Okay. <laughs> I think a lot of a lot of this movie is one take. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, one take. I'm sure he didn't have the, the funds to do no the film is uh very expensive. Yeah, so back then, hell. Yeah, they went with it. Probably didn't have a way to really see it right away to see if it was worthwhile. Um so you think they would at least have run through it. A couple of times, you know, like, hey, this doesn't make any sense. You know, maybe you should grab the hand grenade and throw it outside. We can do the big boom and shake the camera like it went yeah. off. You know, you don't even have to show anything. Exactly. Uh, Rudy, God bless you, man. You made movies, and I'm, I can't, can't complain that. Can't complain about that at all. Uh, everything that I'm picking on is just stupid little shit. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> really. We've seen worse. Yeah, we've, we've seen, seen worse. worse. Eat my dust. Yeah. Yeah. Eat my dust. Um, so my final thoughts are yeah. If you want to watch a Rudy <laughs> Ray Moore movie, yeah. <laughs> my final thoughts are eh, take it or leave it. What are you talking yeah, take about? It or leave it. Uh, be your own self. Do what you want to do. Don't listen to me. Huh? What do I know? <laughs> I'm just your father. Don't worry. Be the thing that you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, that about sums it up. <laughs> so next week, Petey Wheatstraw, right? Yeah. Do you want to do Petey Wheatstraw next? Or do you yeah. Let's do, do Petey uh... Wheat. Let's do Petey okay. Wheatstraw next. Uh, also known as the uh, Devil's Son-in-Law or something like that. Yeah, or... Petey Wheatstraw, Devil's Son-in-Law, and that's evidently based on a true, true character, like a true person. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I read thought. the synopsis, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be great." <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping it's as great as it seems. 
But as soon as I found out that it's based on a real guy, I was like, wait a minute, what? He's like a blues singer or something. Interesting. And he insisted that he married the devil's daughter. Oh, my God. At some point. I'm going to have to double check that. But I want to say that was the story that he was telling. Yeah. Down at the yeah. crossroads, I'm sure. Yeah. That's a devil on the crossroads. That's 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 Johnson. But that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, this is Johnson's third cousin, Petey. Yeah. And <laughs> the whole family sold their soul to the crossroads the whole demon. The family sold their soul to the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Look where it got him. Nowhere. Nobody's heard of Petey. We all Nobody's know Robert Johnson. Because <laughs> he can play the guitar, for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Petey can do. <clears throat> We're going to find out. So make sure and join us next week for Rudy Ray Moore again <laughs> with Petey Wheatstraw. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>